Welcome to the White Man Can Jump podcast. This is your host, John Whited. And that, I think, as a lot of you know, some of you might have forgot, but that is your boy, Soldier Boy, cricking that. I forgot how to do the dance, but I'll never forget that song. It's a great song, and I just rediscovered it, so I thought I'd put it on the podcast. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. This is a Thanksgiving edition of the podcast. It will be a quick one, but I want to talk about the game I saw last night in person. I went to my first Hornets game in person in Charlotte. They were playing the 76ers. Uh, I was able to get some pretty good seats, about 15 rows up for $100. I was pretty stoked on that. I didn't realize why they're so cheap. There's a lot of reasons they were. One, no one likes the Hornets. I don't get why. They have Michael Jordan, sweet jerseys, the Mellow Ball. It's a cool city. But they have sucked for a long time. That's probably the reason. So they're always going to be cheap. They're playing the Sixers, who have one of the biggest attractions in the league in Joel Embiid. He wasn't playing. Used to have one of the biggest attractions, or another biggest attraction in the league, James Harden, also didn't play. The guy who's better than him now, who doesn't get the ball enough, Tyrese Maxey, also didn't play. And then their best defender, who just needs to learn how to shoot a three, and he'll be the ultimate 3 and D guy. Thibel was also out. <laughs> I don't think any of them had an injury or a sickness. I think they were just out for the holidays, just like most of us are. So, I can't really blame them. But they didn't even show up to the damn game. You know why? Because Doc Rivers is their coach. He only showed up because he had to. They can't, he can't miss the game like the players can, but he definitely was checked out too. I only heard him yell one damn time the whole game. And guess what? He has the most distinct yelling voice in the world. <laughs> Seriously, he does. He didn't care at all. And guess what? They lost. They were up 22-10. to 10. <laughs> And they lost. Not that big of a deal, but they weren't even playing well. They're up twenty-two to ten, and they had still lost. And when they're up twenty-four to ten, right after that, I told the man to my right, and I'm embarrassed to say this. I can't remember his name right now, but I'll never forget his son's name. His son's name is Carter. I believe he was eight years old. Still, probably eight years old if he was yesterday. But this was his first NBA game, and he was sitting. In the fifth row, where I eventually got to. But he was there to see LaMelo, his favorite player. Which I love that an eight-year-old realizes how good LaMelo is. Not because he can score, but because he's the most creative passer in the league. He just doesn't have anyone to pass the damn ball to, so I wouldn't play either on that team. Michael Jordan has not ever put together a decent product which is unbelievable. 
the best player in the history of the NBA can't even put together a team that can make the damn playoffs. Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense, but maybe it does. Like, he's so competitive, he has to be so pissed at these guys all the time. And they have to be so scared to play in front of them because they know they're going to get ripped a new one if they don't play well. But they played well enough to win last night. They ended up getting a W. Like I said, they're down early, 33-21 after the first. Down one at halftime, ended up winning 107-101 um, in regulation. The late comeback by the, the Sixers to make it close. But it was really probably a 10 to 12 point game. Um, and it, it, while we didn't get to see the Stars play, which is why those tickets were as cheap as they were, and why me and my boy Carter and his dad, who once again, I don't remember his name, but I'll never forget him because he's the only reason I'm doing this podcast. Because he was there with his son, like I said, for his first NBA game. But I could not stop talking to him. Because I couldn't believe how bad the Sixers were. Or how well, they were bad because they didn't know their players. So they had different, everyone on their team was playing a different role than they normally do. Because all their best players weren't there. All the stars weren't there. Guess what? Role players have to become stars. Guess who their best role player is? Tobias Harris. Guess what? He's paid like a superstar. A max contract. He had a five-year, $180 million deal. You know, when he got that deal? Right after they lost to the Raptors in the most dramatic fashion after Kawhi hit that shot. That will make you rethink what you're doing with your franchise. And it shouldn't because the ball bounced on the rim four damn times. 99% of the time, that ball doesn't go in. <laughs> Seriously, it doesn't. I've never seen a ball bounce like that before, ever. That's why it was so crazy. Not because he made it. It's how many times it bounced. Seriously, it bounced the other way. They probably win the ship. You know why? Because the Raptors went on to win it. And they were the closest team to beating them. Seriously, they were. <laughs> One bounce the other way, they win. That series, they still have to win, beat the Warriors. Who knows what they do? But they got a good chance. But that offseason, they had some decisions to make. They had the best five-man lineup in the league for that playoffs. The problem was they couldn't pay all these guys. They had Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, J.J. Redick, and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons hadn't been paid yet. Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler were up for new contracts. So was J.J. Redick who got paid $22 million to play on this team for one year. That was the biggest overpay in the history of the NBA. Seriously was. He's a great shooter, but he should never make $22 million in one year. But they could do it. Why? Because of the process, and they needed shooting that bad that they were willing to pay $22 million. And JJ, I know you didn't know what to do next year. Did you sign with the damn Pelicans? <laughs> because you had no idea what your market was. This sure shit wasn't one year, $22 million, and you knew that. But you had no idea what the market was. I wouldn't either. But I would have tried to figure it out. Because if you were wrong, you would get even more money. Anyways, besides the point, they didn't bring back J.J. Redick, who's the best shooter 
one of the best shooters of all time and was more important to that team than Matthias Harris was. And always will be because he provided the shooting that space out on the floor for that team. But they, I don't think they're ever planning on bringing JJ back. They, that's why they signed him that one year, $22 million. They need him for that one year. They thought they could win the ship. That's why they traded for Jimmy Butler. Once they traded for Jimmy Butler, like I said, they had the best five man lineup in the league. Jimmy Butler was the most important player in that series against the Raptors. You want to know how I know that? I'll look at the stats and tell you that. He played 37.7 minutes per game. Only person who played more minutes, Tobias Harris, 38.1. No idea why he played more. Except for he's a role player and he could play with every lineup they had. That was the whole point of him. He's a role player. He will always be a role player. You know, I know that because he wasn't a star last night and their four, three stars were out. <laughs> they do have three stars and he's not one of them. You know, how I know that because I don't remember a damn thing he did last night except shitty stuff. He was, he didn't play that bad. He was nine of 12 or nine of 20, played 37 minutes. He was one of nine for three. That's terrible. <laughs> Got to the line zero times. I've never seen a superstar shoot 20 shots and get to the line zero times. <laughs> Seriously, never, ever seen that. Five boards, whatever. No offensive rebounds. No assist. <laughs> zero assist. What a playmaker. <laughs> zero steals. Zero blocks. Two turnovers. Can't believe he only had two turnovers. 19 points and a minus six. Definitely not a superstar's line. <laughs> Definitely not what you want if you're paying the man almost $40 million this year to be your fourth best player. It's actually 37 633 this season. 30% of their salary goes to him. That's a terrible use of your damn salary. Seriously, you could get a player that can do all the things you do for less than $20 million. If you're good. If you're bad, you can get him for 25 Seriously, Jalen Brunson's 10 times a better player he is. Why? Because he's not a damn role player. But guess what? He got a four-year, $110 million deal. Which one would you rather have? Not a question. Tobias Harris wasn't the only person I was picking on last night. You can ask my boy, Carter. Like I said, I was trying to teach him how to play basketball. But I was also using some offensive language. I had to talk to his dad. <laughs> his dad didn't care. But I also noticed Montrezl Harrell was starting. And he shot the first two shots of the game. Not surprising at all. You know why? Because he's never seen a shot that he doesn't like. You know why? Because he's a fucking ball hawk. You know why I know that? Because he never plays in the playoffs. You know how I know that? Because he keeps going to a different team and signing for a, a minimum contract every year. Even though three years ago, he was sixth man of the year. And guess what? He signed with the Lakers and one of the last fucking people that year for $5 million. Every year's contract has gone down. You know why? Because he doesn't play a lick of fucking defense. At all. You know I know that? Because Mason Plumlee destroyed him. Every time he got the ball, Mason Plumlee made something happen. 
Mason Plumley only played 26 minutes last night. But Montrose Harrell was covering the entire time he was in the game. <laughs> and guess what Mason Plumley knew? There's no way in hell this guy can cover me. <laughs> you know why I know that? Because he can't cover anyone, and he never even tries. Because <laughs> literally, Mason Plumley get it and just be like, I have all day to do what I want. I'm taller than him. I'm quicker than him. I'm faster than him. I'm a better passer than him. I can score if I want. I can jump higher than him. <laughs> I don't have to speed up at all. Because he doesn't care about this at all. He just wants to get back on the other end. He's waiting for me to shoot it so he can run down the other end of the court. Trust me, that's what he does. And, you know, he was 4 of 7. 8 of 8 from the line. He got so many phantom calls that he should have only been 4 of 4. 7 boards. It's fine. 1 assist. Surprise, he passed the ball at least once. Zero zeros, zero blocks. No fucking way. Are you kidding me? Somebody only had the two fouls. You know why? Because he stopped playing defense after he got pulled in the fucking first quarter. <laughs> oh, wait. He wasn't playing defense to start. He just was in such terrible position that he had to foul. <laughs> like I said, ask my boy Carter's dad. Like I said, I don't remember his name, but I'll never forget his face. And like I said, I'll never forget his son's name either. But we were ripping him the whole game. And Mason Plumlee did whatever he wanted. Trust me. I have no idea why he played 26 minutes. That was the biggest mismatch they had all night. Seriously. It was incredible. <laughs> Mason Plumlee's line. Four of six from the field. That's 67% for those counting. Three of six from the line. He's shooting with the wrong hand, by the way. So whatever. He's shooting with his left hand. He can't shoot. But guess what? He sure shit didn't need to to beat Montrose Harrell's ass off the bounce. <laughs> Six assists in 26 minutes from a center. That's pretty damn good. Only person that does that, Nikola Jokic. That's what Mason Plumlee looked like last night. That's how bad Montrose Harrell is. Mason Plumlee's been in his league for 12 years. No one would ever call him Jokic. <laughs> you know why? Because he's so much more athletic than Jokic. <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is... Montrose Harrell is a one-way player, and he always will be. And that's why his contract will always reflect that. Because <laughs> he'll never play in the playoffs. Because they'll just run a pick-and-roll with him until you take his ass out of the game. Because guess what? People run back on defense in the playoffs, you dumbass. <laughs> and they'll stop you from getting easy buckets. They don't exist in the regular... Those buckets that you get in the regular season don't exist in the playoffs. <laughs> but your defense... Never existed, Montrose Harrell, and never will. Seriously, try to play it sometime. You might learn a thing or two. To their actual defensive stopper that everyone was so proud of, Daryl Morey getting his boy back. And by boy, I mean 36-year-old washed-up P.J. Tucker. <laughs> Seriously, I think he's 36. If he's not, he's going to be there pretty soon. I mean, look, he's 37, sorry. Like I said, he's washed up. <laughs> he can barely move. He could barely move two years ago when everyone thought he did an amazing job on Kevin Durant. You know what he did? Kevin Durant averaged 40 damn points in that series. Why do you think P.J. Tucker was the reason that happened? <laughs> and if you think he was, he was. He just got his ass beat by Kevin Durant. And he had no chance to stop him. You know, I know that because I watched the damn game. And all he did was be, put his chest in him. He's got a big chest. And he fouled him every damn time. 
And Kevin Durant's the skinniest fucking player in the league. He's also the most talented player in the league. And he proved it to him. He had to step on the damn line. <laughs> you guys wouldn't have fucking won the championship, PJ Tucker. <laughs> you got lucky as shit, and everyone thought you were a good defender. You're not. You used to be when you're on the Rockets. You know why? Because you weren't washed up then. But you are now. Three years, $33 million. Daryl Murray's worst contract ever. <laughs> Maybe not, because only three years, $33 million. But you shouldn't be in the league anymore, P.J. Tucker. I watched you play last night. You want to read your stat line out? 34 minutes, 1 of 4 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3. Somehow he had 7 rebounds. I have no idea. I was watching the game and didn't realize he got one. <laughs> 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 turnover, 3 fouls, negative 6, plus minus for 3 points. And guess what? He definitely wasn't a defensive stopper. Because I have no idea who he's covering on their team. Seriously, I, I don't know who he's supposed to be stopping. Maybe he's covering Gordon Hayward, who didn't really try to score much because he's a little timid because of all his injuries. Um, he only had seven points. Terry Rozier led the way with 22. Scary Terry was not scared of anyone on the other team. You know why? Because Shake Milton was the guy covering him. I love Shake's game, but he's not a defensive stopper. <laughs> and guess what? Terry Rozier doesn't need any more confidence than he already has. But when you put Shake Milton on him, it gives him that confidence. So he balled out last night. 9 of 18, 1 of 3 from 3, 3 of 5 from the line, 6 assists, 2 turnovers, not too bad. So, you know, the Hornets... Ended up getting the W, but we're really been focused on the Sixers here because this goes back to the process. The process that Sam Heaney started in 2013, I think it was. We're almost 10 years later, and we still talk about it because the process isn't over. They just fired his ass four years ago or whatever it was. They're idiots for that. The biggest, th the biggest thing Sam Hickey did wrong, which a lot of people do wrong, is they got mind tricked by Danny Ainge. <laughs> yeah, that was the best move I've ever seen. Seriously, he traded the number one overall pick because he knew he was going to get the same guy at number three. And the guy who went number one, Everyone thought he was a sure thing. I don't know why they thought that. I don't. I really don't. I thought he was going to be better than he is. But it's all confidence why he sucks or why he's not the player. He's, he's okay now, but confidence is the reason he's not. And guess what? Philly does that to people, right? They're the worst sports fans in the world or the best. That depends on how you look at it. But they're the meanest for sure to their own fucking people. And that's why Sam Hickey had to leave eventually because they were all about the process once they realized it was a good idea. But they got impatient. And they whiffed on a couple big picks too. <laughs> Imagine if they took Jason Tatum instead of Markel Fultz and saved some picks. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> like I said, the process wasn't perfect, but it gave them so many chances of being good. <laughs> and they got Joel Embiid. That's all you needed from the process. That dude put up 59, 
13, 11, and 9, 8, and 9, or whatever the fuck it was a few weeks ago. That's never happened before in the history of the game. You know how I know that? Because I've never seen a stat line like that before. Unless Will Chamberlain did it in the one season he averaged 50 damn points, which will never happen again. Ever. But that's the point. He did enough to prove that this would work. But he did whiff on the Marco Fultz pick badly. Badly. But that's the thing is he had so many chances he could afford to whiff. Just like Danny Ainge is going to have so many damn chances in Utah. He doesn't have to be good at drafting at all. And he's great at it. What he's going to do is use those fucking picks <laughs> to get a bunch of real players. Not a bunch of people you don't know are going to be good anymore. He's going to trade for them. Stars. But he's not going to trade five picks or however many they traded for. <laughs> What's his name? Rudy Gobert. I mean, it's unbelievable how many picks he's gotten. He's not going to stop because he's still got good players on that team. If you don't know that, look at their damn record. They're trying to lose. They're in like third place in the West. Like I said, Sam Hickey was fired before he got to see the process finish. Like I said, it's still going on. But when he did get fired... The new GM, I don't even remember who their new GM was. <laughs> but I'm about to rip him a new one, so it's a good thing I don't know his name. That is the guy who set up this team who traded for Jimmy Butler from a disgruntled Timberwolves. He got him for pennies on the dollar. <laughs> and then he was the best player in the playoffs for him. <laughs> and he wouldn't pay him what he was worth. What an idiot. Why would you pay Tobias Harris more than Jimmy Butler? Or pay him the same? <laughs> Seriously, nobody knows the answer to that question. Do you know how I know that? Because I watched Tobias Harris try to be a superstar last night, and he sucked at it. You know, I know because I called it from the opening jump. Asked my boy Carter's dad. Once again, I really wish I knew the damn guy's name. I said this shit the whole time. I'm doing this podcast for him and Carter. Because I, <laughs> it was hilarious. I was doing this podcast during the game. <laughs> Anyways, like, are you kidding me? Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler? <laughs> Tobias Harris was the fifth best player on that damn team. I told you. They had a five-man rotation. That was really good. He was part of it. But he was the fifth best player on that team. They got rid of JJ because they couldn't afford him. <laughs> Like I said, they overpaid his ass, so of course they couldn't afford him. Ben Simmons was coming up. They knew they had to pay him. Oh, wait, he's not on the team anymore? We'll get to that in a second. And then it came to Jimmy Butler or Tobias Harris. They're three years apart, so I can maybe see that being part of an argument. But the gap in their ability is so much different. One can carry a team to almost beating LeBron James and Anthony Davis at the peak of their powers in the finals. And the other guy can't beat the Hornets when he's supposed to be the guy that's getting paid $40 million a year to do it. And he's not getting paid $40 million a year to beat anyone. He's getting paid $40 million a year to be a role player because that's what he is. That's what it'll always be. And no role player should ever be a max guy, ever. 
no matter how good of a role player they are, except for maybe another Max role player who we just mentioned, who was also part of that five-man lineup. His name you might have heard of. People have been talking about him for a little bit. Is Ben fucking Simmons. Seriously, he's the best role player in the league. You know why? Because he loves to do two things that every other hooper hates to do. That is pass and play defense. He also happens to be 6'10 and one of the best athletes who've ever played in this league. And the only thing he ever did wrong was not shoot a shot when he wasn't ready to shoot it. You know why? Because the ball should never find him when the game's on the line in the playoffs. So he wasn't ready to catch that ball. He really wasn't. If he was, he would have dunked it. He would have, because guess what? He's 6'10". All he has to do is barely jump. Seriously, he's not a bitch. He just wasn't ready for it. But all of you fans out there, you're idiots because you ran him away. You guys are idiots. He was perfect for what you had. He was the reason the process worked. Seriously, he was. you guys saw he was going to be better than Joel Embiid, and he never will be. You know why? Because Joel Embiid is a fucking baller. <laughs> He's a Olajuwon 2.0. He really is. And that's saying something, because Olajuwon's a top 15 player of all time. But guess what? He never put up the stat line Joel Embiid did a few weeks ago. Like I said, Ben Simmons is the perfect role player. Perfect. 6'10", he can cover anyone. Literally anyone. There's no post player he can't cover except Joel Embiid. And guess what? They should be on the same team, so they don't have to worry about that. He can cover any point guard in the league, too. And he can do it by being at least seven inches taller than him. So just because he doesn't like to shoot, something we've known since day fucking one, he probably never will like to shoot. You know why? Because I don't like to shoot either, and I never will. Because passing is so much more fun if you know what you're doing. And guess what? Ben Simmons knows how to pass a rock. If you don't think so, you're an idiot. <laughs> he probably thinks he's a shitty role player too. And he's not. He never will be because he knows his role and he plays it really well. That's why he doesn't shoot it. He should shoot a little more because you have to be a threat. If you, whatever, he's not a threat. Whatever. It doesn't matter about his shooting. That's the whole damn point. If I were a GM right now, there's one thing I'd be trying to do. And it'd be a hard thing to do. Figure out the damn trade market for fucking Ben Simmons. Because no one has any idea what that is. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't figure it out. Because you're going to like the answer you find. Seriously, you will. Here's a good idea for you, Daryl Morey. Trade fucking Tobias Harris straight up for Ben Simmons. Seriously, their contracts are identical in those. You know why? Because they got max contracts one year apart from each other. You get one extra year out of a player who is worth a max contract. Especially... <laughs> If the fans fucking supported him. But they never will because they're fucking assholes. So it'll never happen. So every other GM in the league, fucking figure out how to get that guy off the nets. Because once he figures out on that team, 
you guys will lose to that team because they have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and three of the six best shooters in the history of the league. <laughs> Seriously, they do. Look it up. Statistically, they are. Joe Harris, well, maybe not Patty Mills, but he's a damn good shooter. Joe Harris and Seth Curry, seriously, I think two of the five best shooters in the history of the NBA by three-point percentage. And they're surrounded by the two best individual scorers that have ever played the game in at the forward position and the guard position. And they're surrounded by the best 6'10 point guard we've ever had. Who's also the best role player we have in the NBA right now. But, you know, no one will ever see that, I don't think, from Ben Simmons. I see it. It's not that it's not there. It's just that you got to know what you're looking for. And like I said, Daryl Morey, you have no idea what the process is because you're always trying to win championships. But you still got your work cut out for you because no one let Hinky finish his job. Like I said, you fucked up by signing P.J. Tucker. He's not the guy you had in Houston. <laughs> Trust me, he's not. If you haven't found it out yet, you will soon. Throw in P.J. Tucker in that trade, too. Who the fuck cares? People think he's good. Get rid of his ass. He's not. Trust me, he's not. Giving up 40 points to Kevin Durant doesn't mean you're bad, but it sure as shit doesn't mean you're good. <laughs> I'm not saying he sucks because Kevin Durant beat his ass. I'm saying he sucked because people thought he did well. <laughs> what? The only thing to stop it was his fucking feet being too big. You guys are out of your damn minds. Anyways, I'm going to stop because I got some turkey and some football to watch. Like I said, Carter, this is for you. I was trying to teach you how to play basketball last night. And I kind of did, but you already know because you're a baller, I can tell. And you're left-handed. Don't let anyone know that, Carter. Seriously, don't. Dribble it up with your right hand every time. And then cross it over to your left when you're ready. Seriously, no one will ever know. And Carter, that was a bullshit first game to go to. Seriously, no one fucking was there. But you got prime seats because your dad is a man. But those tickets weren't that expensive. But your dad is a man. I mean, they were expensive. But not for what? <laughs> Whatever. It was a market inefficiency. <laughs> That's why we both were there. You guys were there from West Virginia. I was there from Texas. Watching a game in Charlotte. Didn't really make any sense. But we were both there. And we I love talking basketball with your dad, Carter. <laughs> and Carter, I'm glad <laughs> I gave you that jersey. Because I felt bad that I was ruining your experience. But you got a free t-shirt from the hottest dancer out there too because your dad made sure he got it for you i think it was a good first game but carter if you ever want to go to your second one and actually see Lamelo play let me know and i'll come meet you i swear to god i will because i owe that to you you and your dad and your mom i didn't get a doctor but she thought it was hilarious too <laughs> good thing she was there otherwise i would have really felt bad. like i said i will go to the game with you guys so i was looking for someone to go to the game with myself so I just bought all the damn stuff in the store. And I felt bad, so I had to give you a jersey, Carter. And like I said, it's an adult large and you're eight years old. You can wear it to bed and you'll grow into it. I think it's a Lamello jersey. I don't think it is. It's a Larry Johnson jersey. But it's a sick jersey. 
and you already had a Lamelo jersey. So now you got a throwback, dude. You don't even know who that kid is. <laughs> That's the point. He was a kid back in the day, just like you. And Carter, I hope one day you're out there just like Ben Simmons with your left hand. But you won't need to be 6'10". Because I'll teach you how to play the damn game. And like, I'll teach you something Montrez Harrell doesn't know. Defense fucking matters. So does passing. Ben Simmons knows that. And so do you. Because your favorite player is LaMelo. What's his last name? Ball. Carter, you're going to be a baller. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. This podcast is for you. And Carter, <laughs> I'll teach you this too. Like I said, Carter, I don't know the Dougie, but all the bitches love me. I don't get it. One of these days I'll learn how to Dougie. <laughs> but I told you, you just need to learn songs. And the girl's like, and the girl's already fucking throwing t-shirts at you, so you don't need to know this shit. Carter, this is for you. Like I said, next Hornets game is on me. And we're going to see LaMelo ball right right this is it for the thanksgiving podcast like i said i got some turkey to eat and some football to watch like i said 